to Return to Oz Minute, where we're analyzing the 1985 Disney film Return to Oz, one finally meet in the bad guy minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And we're joined... Oh, shoot. I don't have your name in front of me. Oh, I feel terrible. <laughs> All I know is... That's okay. Chris. That's okay. Uh, I'll do it's that just ag- Chris. I'll do that again in a second. Starting you, off the week at a... <laughs> you want to just be Chris? I can be just Chris. I could possibly be the Chris you've spoken to before. There are many Chris's. Perhaps we're all the same one. Okay. You do throw me off a little bit. Yeah. I'm I'm Chris O'Connor. I'm from from, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute and and Geek by Night and some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But if you look for Chris O'Connor when you're trying to schedule guests, you'll be thwarted by cool Facebook names. (laughs) Oh, that's true. That's true. It's kind of a long and complicated story, but I'm the fourth one in the family with the name, and some of the others that have the name are also on Facebook, and they don't like what I necessarily say on Facebook, so in order to save them the embarrassment with other family, I changed Ah, the name. Ah, that was considerate of you. I know, right? Oh my gosh. All right, so we're going to skip that. You're Chris O'Connor. You yeah, mentioned you're from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute and Dueling Genre, uh, which is not a minute show. Oh, my God. Productions. Uh, Geek Geek, but I, yeah, and all their productions. And I do stuff with them. And I've guessed Jeez, it on, on, on the other minute shows that they, well, not all the other minute shows because we have so many minute shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm uh, primarily uh, one of the four regular hosts of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, where, much like this show, we dissect the 1990 live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie minute, which... Only has this in common with Return to Oz, puppets. That's it. That, that's all it has in common. We're all about puppets. But you have something in common because today we're going to talk about Minute 68, which starts with the Gump being reassembled and ends with uh, an ethics lesson from the Gnome King. And uh, our first little bit of this scene is the Gump uh, p- being forced to accommodate other people's wishes, uh, much <laughs> like you were thoughtful about... Perhaps people online don't want to be associated with everything. It's just yeah. to share a name. That, that was but an ethical Gump thing, too. does yeah. not feel like he should have to be tied to a sofa just because these weirdos who brought him to life want him to be able to walk around. Back to life. Yeah. Back to life. Back to <laughs> Sorry. Life. I mean, I, Sorry. <laughs> well, and also, also, I, I don't think he has much. Beggars can't be choosers here. He was a dead head on a wall. Yeah. But he seemed pretty content once the once he lost the flying sofa bits of his body mm-hmm. he was like cool back to being ahead that's fine i have no problem with that i feel so embarrassed for him in this minute mm. I, hmm i i was about to so should we let everyone in on the uh on, on the trick here right now um i i was as as gonna say you know as a dead head on the wall he didn't have anything to say or do but then it just occurred to me in sort of like reviewing before this that that uh, there there have been animated heads in this movie already, and I don't know whether this head that was uh, the the Gumby the gum the, the gump. moose head the gump <laughs> the gump yeah the gump that sounds like I'm talking about Forrest in a weird way anyway the gump yeah. um was the gump an animated um, sentient ho- like moose head on a wall before they attached him to a sofa no so he was a living walking enjoying the forest gump with his own body mm-hmm. he heard a loud noise and that yep. was the end as um, they often do and then he was a non-alive head on the wall okay okay 
And uh, I don't know this because I haven't seen this movie since third grade. And, <laughs> and I have like the most foggy and complicated memory of it, of, of most, well, this and like another, we'll talk about it later, I guess. We've got a whole yeah. week to talk about yeah. this. But uh, the point is, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, I actually would be very curious to see Mike's face if he ever read my little previously ons that I include for people who haven't watched the movie. If you just be like, you're simplifying everything too much. They need to know. <laughs> and I was like, a lot has happened so far. I think you did good. I think you did good. It was it was a good previously on. I liked it. I liked yeah. it. You should definitely share that with people sometime. <laughs> Put that in the uh, in the Facebook group. Yeah. There's yep. so much that happened. I wanted to make sure you weren't lost. Like there, I don't even know what you could possibly say to catch someone up to this point of stuff. in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like so, they're tying a moose head to a sofa. It's a thing. He has Get body image together. issues. Yeah, also, yeah. he's sort of a zombie, we've concluded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Jack Pumpkinhead was brought to life in a similar manner, but he didn't have a life before the powder of life was used on him, whereas uh-huh. the gump did. The gump has memories of a whole thing. <laughs> oh, that is so complicated. It, yeah, it's it's really weird, and I also love that the movie takes no time to consider it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, so if the powder of life were to be used on a human corpse, then... But that person would come back and be sentient, so they wouldn't necessarily be like a zombie in the sense of like the living dead. That'd be yeah. weird. Well, they I mean, don't that need is to weird. Eat brains, but yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a little. Well, okay, I suppose it would be like the uh, the heads that that the the evil princess queen witch thing, the headless monstrosity has. Yeah. <laughs> so they would just be like heads in a terrifying, uh, a terrifying display whatever anyway yeah. you've already now, talked about is that. that one of the things that came up in your uh research that you did before it, guesting it did and and like seeing it as a 35 year old uh scared me and and it brought back previously forgotten memories of being a scared <laughs> seven-year-old oh so thank you i appreciate that so much just the the Best way to end my week. <laughs> oh. well, um, I suppose start the week for everybody else. Start Best way to start week, my, yeah. Monday, my Monday. Yeah. Anyway, or whenever this goes up. I don't know. We're, we're good. Yeah, it'll be Monday. We're fine. It's all good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I'll know the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> the um, real question remaining, though, with the powder of life. We, th- yeah. This this has been a running a running issue I've had with life and sentience in the Oz world. So the, the <laughs> Tin Man. The Tin Man was a man. Then he became made of tin. Now he's turned to stone. If you use the powder of life on the no longer living stone tin man, who formerly was human, since he could be turned to stone, it means he was alive as tin. Somehow he's no longer alive at stone. Would he become living stone like the rock creatures we see? (laughs) I, 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 yeah, he'd be the stone man. Yeah. Or the rock. I, for his sake, he should start going by the rock. Like the gump. All his <laughs> memories should just be in place, ready to go. Yeah, that makes sense. But why so isn't he the, alive? the powder of life will solve a lot of problems. Nope. Why isn't he alive? Um, create fresh problems. Yeah. It's also great because this movie uses the uh, original source material, not the MGM movie terms. Mm-hmm. So his official title is The Tin Woodsman. Mm-hmm. And if you had seen Mike's face the first time I said, you know, the stone tin woodsman, 
You've said that before. Okay. It was, oh, man. <laughs> because it broke him temporarily. The living stone tin woodsman. Yeah. So now it's just like, how much can I tack on to this? The sentience of the stone, the animated stone tin woodsman. Coming to Nickelodeon this summer. Yeah, um, that sounds about right. I don't know if they're still doing Nicktoons. They might be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you're here when we meet the big bad, though. Yep. This gnome king who is a face in a rock, <laughs> apparently. Like a like a like a brown pa- a crinkly brown paper bag of a rock face man. <laughs> it's not as uh, intimidating as that voice is selling. <laughs> no, no, the voice definitely is is more um, imposing than the 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 visage. <laughs> um, Mike, do you have memory? So. One thing that I find really amusing going back and doing this project is that I watched this movie God only knows how many times when I was a little kid. Of course I remembered Princess Mombi. Of course I remembered the palace and the cave. I didn't remember the Gnome King himself. I remembered the rocks, but I'd kind of forgotten, like, that there's an officially, which I don't know how, but for some reason he does not make an impression on me as a kid. And I wonder if it was just me. You were already traumatized by the headless princess. Yeah. Yeah, that was that had already there was too much impression made for this to to leave a, a mark. Yeah. Now, I will say you should listen to our podcast, the episodes about Princess Mombi and her heads. I think you might feel a little bit better once we figure out how to turn her into a toy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That definitely <laughs> happened. I will I will go back and I'll give those a it's, listen. It's a it's a good time. Uh, I think we demystify <laughs> things a little bit. But yeah, I was really curious, Mike, what your impression was, because you also saw this as a kid. Yeah, uh, I completely remembered the Gnome King. And in my, well, in the, the house where I grew up, it's New England, and there were a lot of large rocks sort of sticking out of the ground. Uh, this was filmed in Old England, of course, uh, not actually Kansas or Oz. Uh, and if you if you check actually if you if you follow Oz Minute on Instagram, uh, a picture of one of the one of said rocks is is there. So we would we would kind of look around as kids, saying, "Oh, look, there's one of the you know. Can you could you see an eye? Could you see a face?" I have to admit, I kind of stared at it for a while and was like, "I don't really see the face," but <laughs> I get what he's going for with this. <laughs> that wasn't really one of the best ones, but it came up on Time Hop, and I was like. Yeah. Meant to be. <laughs> yeah, it, it came up just at the right time that we you know, were talking to some, some more some more gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> Leader of the gnomes. I was really hoping uh, you were going to say you couldn't remember who's the gnome king. Who's the gnome king? Well, who's the gnome? Um, yeah, this is, they had hypothesized this must be the gnome king's mountain. That must be the gnome king be really funny if this was all an elaborate ruse and it wasn't but spoiler it's the alert, giant it rock is. monster from you know never ending story <laughs> yeah it's just a uh relative of rock biters yeah um, they can't all be nice guys nope can't this is just a jerk who was exiled <laughs> to oz uh, um go ahead. Uh, a clarification from the script uh if you like like i grew up in the in the 80s and 90s and you you were probably familiar with nickelodeon and you know and nicktoons and david the gnome 
yeah. uh, along with other gnomes. You'd think, oh, you know, this is some relation. But the, the gnomes in Oz are N-O-M-E, not G-N-O-M-E gnomes. Uh, which <laughs> does, you know, if, if you if you happen to read the obscure Oz books, you would see uh, gnomes. But if you're just watching the movie, you're like, oh, why is why are these gnomes so different than any other gnomes in fantasy? Lawn gnomes, other gnomes, like specifically David the gnome. Specifically David the gnome. I think gnomes are even mentioned yeah. in Harry Potter, but they're like they're like weasels. They're, they're, they're just yeah, they're just the we- they're in the Weasley's yard, and like the the Fred and George are constantly trying to get rid of. But them. they're but yeah. they're little. I guess my point yeah. is they're little yeah. and they're mischievous. They're fun. They've got some magic fun or something to them. Yeah. This is nothing the same, and I guess you can... It's all because they don't have the G. I guess that's it. Hmm. I just realized I haven't been posting in our Facebook group pictures from the Scotty Young graphic novel, Ozma of Oz, which includes gnomes, and I will look them up and I will post them. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, yeah, they they look very different in that, but they're pretty entertaining. Uh, I think... I think the filmmakers made the right choice going rock face, though. I think mm. given the claymation and special effects that we're working with here, that was the right call. <laughs> and you get to you get to see Dorothy Gale do her little mini curtsies and be the politest yeah. kid in the world. Every <laughs> time she says something, she's like, she's got a little, she's like, your majesty, and got like a little bob, which isn't, you know, it, it, it's kind of subtle because the angle is the, since the shot is coming down on them. It doesn't, it's like visually, uh, it's like a very, it's a smaller motion, but it was interesting to see her like do it every time she spoke. Your majesty. Yeah. And I was like, okay. She's like a super polite kid to everyone, but I do wonder if a little bit of this, let's uh, not anger the royalty comes from the fact that she just escaped a princess last night. Yeah. Yeah. She might be a little more respectful than normal. Yeah. I, not that I think she would have been rude, but I think the, the, Using your majesty after everything. Maybe that's a little bit like, let's, let's try and keep on this guy's good side. Uh, it's a talking not, rock face. Be nice. Look, she's not batting 500 with the royal families in this uh, land, so. No, no. Yeah. Uh, I got away. It's all good. And I'm so relieved to see Belita because I had not been able to... I didn't know where Belina had gone to. Belina is the chicken. Um, yeah, you don't really get to know Belina, which is very sad because she's usually a sassy talking chicken, <laughs> which is fabulous, but she's hiding. Yeah. Because the they had found out from Mombi, I think the Wheelers, no, the Wheelers tell them too. Um, the Gnome King had outlawed chickens in Oz. Hmm. But they had not said why. Do they ever say why? We get to see why at the end of the movie. Ah, okay. Right, but, right. yeah, at this point, they don't know exactly what's going on, but they know Belina's life has been threatened many times. So, <laughs> at some point, mid-assembling the jump, it's like, let's hide Belina. This is a good idea. And I love that she's hiding in Jack's head. That's not problematic <laughs> at all. That's what's poking through the eye hole. <laughs> Big empty space, plenty of room to hide a chicken. It's good. It's good. I like it. It's good. Um, Nothing going on in there anyway. But fair. Um, And then my last uh, big note for this minute is 
this whole conversation feels like a trap. It is, which I guess gets sprung in the next minute. And uh, let's, so how how far into his his um, philosophical, ethical, rhetorical isn't it wrong to steal? How how far into that does he get? How much of it do so we get in this minute alone? We get him asking, uh, which is really annoying because he goes, "You think I've stolen something and you want it back?" And she says, "Yes." That's not what she said. She didn't say, "Oh, you stole something and I want it back." She's accusing him of kidnapping a person. Mm-hmm. And holding him hostage, which I guess is definitely similar, but certainly falls under different legal like <laughs> jurisdictions. And in, it's not the same thing. And in the script, it's actually a little slightly different. Here, she just asks to release the Scarecrow and to return to the Emerald City. But in the script, she asks to release the Scarecrow from captivity. So, yeah, she's clearly saying, you have, you, you have taken someone and imprisoned them. Not yeah. cool. Not cool. But yeah, so uh, she admits that. Like, yeah, I want him back. That's that's why I'm here. And he goes, so you agree that if someone steals something, they should give it back. And then the minute cuts off and it's like, this can't be going anywhere good. <laughs> no, no, it can't. He's like, I'm going to lawyer you, 10-year-old. He's really proud of himself. Way to go, king. Yeah, I mean, well... I was about to I'm say, like, <laughs> how pathetic is it that he's like, oh, I'm so smart against this. But I'm now remembering that. So I'm seven years older than my sister. And mm-hmm. there were many years where I thought I was really good at chess. But then it turns <laughs> out I was just playing against someone who was seven years younger than me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I've had that problem, too. My yeah. brother was just four years younger than me. And there was definitely uh, a couple of things in the house where I was just like, man, I'm good at this. <laughs> nope. No, 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 not that good. Not that good at all. Then you meet someone your own age, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> so I guess I shouldn't uh, rip him too bad for that little, like, smugness in his voice when he says that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think we can rip him. I mean, like, how old is the king supposed to be? He's, he's a giant old rock man who, when yeah. we see him later, has, like, this massive beard. He's He's got to be pretty old. I mean... You know, I mean, just like on human years, he'd be several times her age, but he's probably as some sort of, you know, geological formation many times older than that. Uh, I, I, I think he's being kind of a jerk. He, he's being a big, big, big jerk. He's, he's, he's picking on a kid. How dare he? Yeah. I, I find this uh, behavior inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. When you put it that way, picking on a kid. It sounds way worse than about to trick a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well. Because uh, uh, tricking kids happens all the time. Sorry yeah. if you're a kid listening to this. It's true. <laughs> Someday you hmm. too will realize that's what's been going on for 15 years or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting advice from Return to Oz Minutes. <laughs> well. I, I don't think I'll be um, taking any of the, the advice to be found here in, in <laughs> raising my son. No. Yeah. No wheelers, no headless princesses, no moose heads. Nope, 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 nope. Maybe later, though. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I I think uh, this is going beyond the little, like, <laughs> I got them to say the thing that more people Tee hee hee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's something you smart to yourself, and then you do the right thing, not continue to entrap the child. Yeah. Just because yeah. you know what they're going to answer. But so. as we are about to see, he, he he more literally entraps the child. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. 
not to take the gnome king's side here, but uh, to play to play gnome. Oh, but you're about play to play gnome king's but you're about advocate. To. Uh, just ah. to remind people. All right, lawyer, let's hear it. Dorothy is famous in Oz. Everyone knows her. Why is she famous? She killed two of the wickedest witches out there. One mostly by accident. One clearly on purpose. Well. She, she intended to maim or capture or steal from the Wicked Witch of the West. And she did end up killing her by accident. I'm trying to remember, because it's been such a long time since I've seen the the original Wizard of Oz. Or, you know, I, I certainly never read the books. But when she threw the bucket of water on her, how how aware was she of the uh, the witch's weakness to water? She was what? trying to put out the fire. Yeah, she was unaware. Yeah, there was a fire. Right. That's okay. Right, yeah, she right. had no intention yeah of killing so, so both of these both of those were, were manslaughter just, at most those are manslaughter at most <laughs> come on and 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 even then like on the second on the first one it's like that was an act of god that that was uh, a tornado taking the house and yeah. dropping the house she Wait bears absolutely no responsibility for that dorothy did not kill instance, that witch the house did the house, the house did it. The house and the tornado did it, and and Dorothy was just in it. She was a passenger in the house vehicle, which is not normally a vehicle, but in this instance, storm <laughs> was. And then, and then in the second instance, she was trying to help. Okay, it backfired. Turns out the witch had an allergy into the thing that she was trying to throw at her. But you know, there there are laws in place to protect good Samaritans who fail in the act of trying to save someone from, you know, burning to death. So. Dorothy's in the clear. But when it ended up in the Munchkin papers and the Gnome King's hearing the news, it's probably not Fake that news. nuanced. You know, she, she's the uh. she's the witch slayer. She's Jamie Lannister. Uh. <laughs> she's going through. Then she gets somehow gets rid of the wizard. You know, we it's it's a little strange how he leaves, but Dorothy arrives and then the wizard is gone moments later. And crowns the Scarecrow King of Oz. I mean that I do have problems with. What authority did she? Well, because in the movies the wizard passes it on to the scarecrow, but well, there are, like no witnesses to that. But the wizard doesn't intend to be leaving. King, well, oh uh, yeah, I guess the wizard does say he could take her back in the balloon. Yeah, yeah, that was the original plan. I thought he was going to, yeah. and then it, and then and then he got away, and it's like ah, oops, I made a mistake. Yeah. You might think of that as Dorothy interfered on purpose. I mean, just just how Oz Media isn't going to have all the details necessarily. If you're a reporter, do you get a sit down with Dorothy? No. You know that she was in the house that killed the Wicked Witch of the East. She was at the scene and used the water when the Wicked Witch of the West died while her friends were impersonating soldiers storming the castle. And then I just... she's there... Help, you know, the wizard tries to help her, but she accidentally launches the, they accidentally launch the balloon and he's gone. And then she decides, then she kind of puts the scarecrow in charge. Hmm. I'm just saying that the gnome king could be afraid. Dorothy Gale, kingmaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess that makes sense. But like, still, he's a big know, old jerk. I know we want to move on to other projects, but for the look. We gotta do the Wizard of Oz as a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not minute by minute. The idea <laughs> of you going through this about Dorothy Gale. <laughs> uh, it's too exciting. Uh, gotta take so many vows to Kansas. <laughs> oh gotta 
maybe a commentary this, track of the Wizard of Oz, but ignoring <laughs> ignoring the books and just looking at it, at it as a prequel to this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And all with the idea of of uh, Dorothy. Dorothy is Jamie Lannister. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like pretty that. Much. Let's maintain that part of the narrative. <laughs> Toto is brawn. <laughs> I feel like Toto would be down with this. <laughs> no, Toto isn't brawn. Belina is. Oh, yeah, but, but Belina's not in the first one. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. But Belina gets all the, the quick wit. The best lines. Yeah. yeah. Except that means Belina Tyrion. If we're going to go with like schemers. Okay. Hmm. Um, hmm. And she does, she does say brawn is the a lot. She Braun is the Tin Woodsman, and uh, Pod can mm, no. Pod is Tyrion. I don't, think I don't we know. Want to go into this is Pod. a this is a tortured uh, metaphor and analog that doesn't necessarily mesh up very well. It was the Wizard of Oz is not what George R. R. Martin had in mind when he, was, when he was writing his book that we know of. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Just wait until season eight. <laughs> oh God! It all comes. And then out of nowhere, a house falls on Cersei. <laughs> would anyone mind <laughs> no just all right and, and jamie gets out i totally didn't mean to <laughs> uh... so i feel like we have to wrap up here just so that everyone is thinking about this for the next 24 hours yes agreed that is perfect everyone work on your theories come up with your equivalencies and come back tomorrow we'll talk about the next minute We'll uh, get the rest of this conversation. Uh, Chris, you mentioned at the top that you're involved in Dueling Genre, which is kind of a mothership production company for podcasts. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I, I'm a, I am a regular host for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, um, which you can find at DuelingGenre.com. That's like uh, dueling is in to duel rather than duel is in two so d-u-e anyway you, google it google it it'll work out i promise <laughs> dueling genre uh, com and teenage mutant ninja turtles minute um which i believe both of you have now been guests on our show there uh, we had a lot of yep. fun having you on there yeah. and um yeah that's where you can find me dueling genre.com teenage mutant ninja turtles minute on on the facebook you can get look there on the twitter you can look there tmnt minute i think is what we're at tmnt minute yeah, we're, we're pretty pretty to... findable. We're pretty findable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mike, where can they find our podcast if they're looking for more? Well, just like the Osmond at Instagram, we're Osmond on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Osmond will get you to the Facebook group, but you can find it through uh, through search by looking for the Return to Osmond listeners flying sofa. Rest in peace. <laughs> Is. Yes. Uh, or return to osminute.com. We'll have links to everything, links to our guests, all that great stuff. You can get there also with weogtiogpiog.com. Which brings <laughs> us to the magic words. Ooh, you gonna start us off? Weog. Tiog. Say piog with us. Piog. Piog. I forgot to tell you about that. <laughs>